it's all hands on deck. Brody Nixon, Richard Callender, Andrew Hurley chiming in for the preview. Hurls, as I say, good morning to you. How's the betting been on this Randwick card? Yeah, morning, uh, buddy. Uh, it's been good, particularly the uh, the Ingham, probably known as because I spent a couple of people during the week, and they said, "Oh, when's the Villiers on?" I said, "Well, it's Saturday." Oh, I didn't say it. It's actually known as the Ingham now. For those that didn't know, uh, that's been a particularly strong betting race. But uh, it, it looks a really tough card. But uh, you might only have to back a couple of winners to uh, to finish in front. Mate, you can always educate the public. We can rely on you for that. Richard Callender, good morning to you. Good morning, Luke. Good morning, Hurls. And uh, I'm not sure if Brody's there yet. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, warm day. No ties or jackets outstanding. I'm turning up in my Speedos. Look out. I'll be at Randwick. Very pumped up for a massive day. The Ingham, yeah, and great contributors to so many charities, the Ingham and Ingham Institute. So hopefully we're going to raise a lot of money today. Absolutely, mate. Our calendar in the Speedos, that'll bring people back to the races. Richie? <laughs> Happy um, happy birthday to the old man today too, mate. Yeah, happy birthday to Dad, to Kenny. Happy birthday to him. Um, I, I I didn't realise, I wasn't listening to Nash when I got uh, Nick Burnley to say happy birthday last night. Nash said he was 33. Yes. I <laughs> Turn it up, big boy. Tell I what. tell you what, though, he's riding like a 23-year-old, Nash. Absolutely spot on. Nice treble for Nash last night, who coincidentally it was his birthday as well. So shout out to Nash, uh, riding great guns and has a great book of rides at Randwick today. I think he could easily bang a few in. Brody Nixon joins us for the preview as well. G'day, Brody. Good morning, Luke. Good morning, everyone. Nice card today. Mate, great card. I don't know what's worth Richie and Speedos or the little laugh at the end. It was all quite scary stuff. But, uh, yeah, really looking forward to today's card and Richie's spot on. The Ingham's a great racing family and it's a terrific card. Absolutely it is. We charge into it, gentlemen. The first race on the program is the highway, uh, one of two highways scheduled for this afternoon, and it's sponsored by Oran Park, over 1,400 metres of Class 3. Hurls has got the market. And just the one scratching here, and then Mazita comes out five by six. The end of chance. Well, backed $9 when the market first went up. It's $4.40 now. The Burundama is our favourite at three eighty nine fifty unrelenting. Mozgold at seven dollars, eight dollars sharp shock. Serbu ten nine fifty all stern fourteen Laurel Hill extra smart twenty three twenty six Barun cubic zirconia at one hundred and twenty six. Not much activity at this stage, well, as far as the morning is concerned. But Nash and Matt Dunn uh, combined, we know what that means, and it's been nine dollars into four dollars. The end of chance best backed. And in regards to the speed map, Moss Gold and All Astern likely roll forward. You've got Extra Smart, Unrelenting and Cubic Zirconia drawn towards the centre and inside, which will all likely try to find a position. Burundana can lead a good spot if it can hustle forward, often finds itself in a tricky spot. You've got a few horses like Varum and Co who end up out the back. How'd you see this uh, first race, Richie? I've been three, two, one, seven. I got a bit of value in the first um, with unrelenting. I reckon. Um, I reckon he's flying. His last two runs have been super. I don't. And look, last start was on a heavy track, and I know that he's out of a Mossman man. You think good as gold? He'll like the ground. I think he's far better on top of the ground. Yet I thought he was good last time out. I think he's only got to repeat what he did two starts ago behind the dramatist. I'd love to see him sit third or fourth and just stalk the couple of leaders, and I think he's going to be in the gun spot. Look. Barandana is the horse to beat. I just don't know where he gets to. Is he going to be a bit further back at the 1400? Is he going to give him a start? That's going to be the query today. The rock hard track at Ramwick. How much start are they going to give that you can make up ground? 
Um, the tempo will be everything. I don't think there's mad tempo, but there's enough with all the Stern and Burundana. One, um, Vian, the chance, as Earl just said, the first that run after six months was good. I love when trainers given that little three-week or four-week break after such a, a long time. off. And number seven of Stern, this is just uh, all of Stern. This is just a great effort from Nick Olive and the team to have this mare back. She had, what, about 19 months off the scene, and then a first-up run at the Sapphire Coast was good. Gundagai was great three weeks ago. Did work, kick. The 1400's a little bit of a worry, but she's the big improver for me in the race. I've gone 3 two, one, seven. My numbers in race number one are two, one, three, and five. I'm keen on Barandana. Richie's spot on. You need this horse to settle a couple of pairs closer than it has often last preparation. If it's spotting him a big lead at the turn, I'm quite worried on the firm track if it will be able to make ground, but that trial at Wagga was terrific. Just went about its work. We spoke to Luke about it this morning, a couple of, about an hour ago. That it was just, it wasn't trialing gates much, but the way it went about its work, winning by four lengths, the action looked beautiful. And I think from gate number four, it could composite up a couple of pairs behind the speed. I think it's be very, very hard to beat. In the second, the key danger is the top weight and well backed Vienna chance following that first up win up in Queensland. Showed a bit of talent early, ran in group and listed races last campaign. One of those behind Renaissance Woman and the other one behind Street Gossip. Went around big odds, but can lean close to the speed. And you get that man, Nash Willer, aboard from gate number six. In for third, the three, which is unrelenting, racing well and gets a good draw. Tyler Schiller, absolutely airborne at the moment. And the five is best of the rest, sharp shock. But Byron Darnett, quite keen. Love it, Brody. Darren Flindell, two, one, three, and four with his numbers. Burundana goes on top for Darren as well. We go now to the second race, and this is the Bomb Bob Ingham AO handicap, fourteen hundred meters. And step aside up the top is favourite hills. It is. Dodie comes out three by three. Afterlight ten by ten, and Tannenberg seven by seven. Step aside is our favourite, three dollars to three twenty, back to three dollars. Zuatica's four forty to four sixty, nine dollars diamond model, ten dollars when twenty one for Fairway Star, so it was money early for it. Leandra's at twelve dollars, eleven dollars to buy on Vicky, Mogwai five dollars, it's been really solid, it went up six fifty and then ten dollars for run with the tide Our Favourite is step aside. Just wondering, um, Rich, you might know this. Uh, Nash takes the ride. Jason Collard goes on Diamond Model. Um, I don't think he would have been pushed aside per se, but um, he couldn't have done anything wrong aboard uh, Step Aside last start, Collard. I wonder if he had the choice or what the story was. Oh, maybe they had Nash booked for the race. Uh, 60 uh, kilos, a lot of weight getting up towards the top. Maybe they put Nash, but... Um, look, they're both great riders, but uh, Nash would nearly, uh, he'd nearly win the City to Surf sitting on the back of me at the moment. He's on fire. Take <laughs> <laughs> your part. <laughs> All right, let's get straight into the speed map. Zuatica, drawn wide, will likely cross and roll forward and lead following that impressive first up win. Run with the tide, scratch today from Kemler Grange. It'll roll across with it. Might sit outside the lead. He suggests with a lightweight, will posse up nice and handy. Diamond Model and Leandra can lead close, but Zuatica should find the lead and cruise in front. There's absolutely no pressure. Spot on, Brody. There won't be any pressure. Uh, and I, I think Zuatica um, is suspect on a rock-hard track, um, but gets a lot of favours today. I've gone one, two, four, ten. I was against Step Aside first up. It was the midweek meeting at Rose Hill. 
Uh, I think I was with the stable mate at Atlantic Ocean that day. It was disappointing. I know it came out one since and then was scratched on Wednesday. But I thought it was a good effort to beat um, Cloudland. Soft draw, Nashville Barrier 1. Just needs that little bit of luck. It's ran weak. I, look, I don't know you want to chase Step Aside away. I don't think it'll matter if he's three back the fence. There'll be no pressure to Zuatica, and that's why Zuatica is second pick. If it was a little sting out of the track, the worry is how hard the track's going to be. But Zuatica will be on top of the speed, a winner from four from seven. Barbara Joseph and the boys are absolutely flying at the moment. The great win, as you mentioned, was down there at uh, Kembla. It was on a heavy eight. Might have just been suited on that occasion. I still think it's second pick. Number four, Diamond Model. This mare could probably pause you up that little bit. I know I got back a mile the other ten, uh, about a month ago behind I'm to, uh, what is it? I'm in it to win. I think it'll be a little bit closer today with Jason Collett with all these scratchings. It might even be, you know, third, fourth. If that's the case, she's right in the mix. And then number 10, right down the bottom, Mogwai. I don't know. I was never going to leave it out totally. I know it gets the blinkers. It was just a win last time out of Canterbury. But you know what? It was a win. One, I think it's a good thing now. One, two, four, ten. I agree with Richie. I think Mogwai is taking up way too much of the market. One, two, seven, eleven for me. I had a good bet on Mogwai last start at Canterbury. I was happy to take the shorts and I was nervous for a very, very long way. But I agree with Richie. Step aside, looks awfully hard to beat. The fact the Scable has scratched two others from the race gives a good slight push as well if you wanted to read into that. Nasha Willup, gate number one. This horse ticks all the boxes that defeated Cloudland, who came out and won subsequently at Renwick Kensington about a fortnight ago. This horse showed so much talent early, especially in its first racing preparation, just couldn't quite get the job done. It learned to win last preparation, but that win first up at Rose Hill, he just kept on chasing and got over the top of Cloudland. Just goes up the one kilogram. That doesn't really bother me with the 60 kilos. Nasha Board, I think, is the one horse on the up. Zuatica's the danger. Hippo aboard. It's going to roll forward and lead. I agree with Richie. The firm track's going to be a huge question mark. The only time it's seen good ground in its first couple of career starts at Sapphire Coast and Wagga comes through that very heavy run. So going from a heavy eight to a firm track is a huge question mark. In for third, I have the tab at number seven, which is Leandra. I think this horse is over the odds at $12. First up run in a good form race behind Salasano was terrific. Defeated only one length on that occasion. Didn't get through the wet ground last start. Dylan Gibbons goes aboard. This is tougher, but can run well. And I have the 11 best of the rest run with the tide. But I agree with Richie. Step aside. It looks awfully hard to beat now following scratchings. Darren in race number two. He's with him too. Uh, number one on top. Step aside to beat 2-10-4. As we move now to race number three on the program at Randwick today. It's the second of the highways. And uh, this one for Coolmore, 1,400 metres, Hells. Yeah, just a one scratching hand. Deep snow comes out. There is a zero deduction. Golden Decade, 260 to 270. Now, come on again. $14, I'm a true star. We went up 23 for it and support for it. Uh, Louis Legacy, 10 out of 16. $3, Rapidash. Uh, Jeez, didn't that pay some bets uh, last start at uh, Newcastle? They just fell in. Uh, we've got $34 gold tracker. Associates, $10 into $8. 14 to 950 Ferro Vero. Chairman's list, 81. 81 discreet lady, like a model, 15. And 34 for McEwen. The best back runners here, Golden Decade, obviously the favourite and rapid ash. But uh, away from that, speaking for I'm a true star and also Ferro Vero. There's absolutely no speed in this race. No. Whoever wants to lead, 
can lead if they like to. There's, you've got the likes of Golden Decade can roll forward and Rapid Bash likely rolls forward from gate number nine, I would suggest, but they did take a sit last start. But it has sat outside the lead and one, albeit as a dollar thirty three chance at Tari. So there's not much speed here, and it's up for grabs. Whoever wants it, Richie. Oh, look, bro, I was so keen to tip Rapid Dash, and with the speed, if they roll four, they've got to. Um, where does Rapid Dash get to if they don't go four? But as you rightly pointed out, when the day that it won at Tari, it was a threes on favourite, and it was a, drew perfectly in a good barrier. And that's the reason I swayed back to Barrier 1, Nashville and Matt Dunn. You know where it's going to be. I've gone one five eleven seven. I was desperate to tip the, the five, but I've gone with number two. Uh, sorry, I say one. It should be two. Two, my fault there, with deep snow coming out. Two, five, eleven and seven. Two, five, eleven and seven. The golden decade on board. The, win, the, the run at Dooman was good. The win before that was good, but he gets all the favours. Barrier 1, he's an improver. It's just hard to get away from Rapid Dash. If it drawn a barrier off, there was a little bit more speed. Its win at Newcastle last start had to be the scene to be believed. Her win was outstanding. She got a mile back. It wasn't run to suit. She just made a long run, lost a little bit of footing around the turn, and then just rounded them up. Jeez, it was a big win. Even though she looked gone at the 100, she found another little bit to find the line. I think she's the um, well in the mix. Number 11, like a model, soft draw. She can take up a spot. I wouldn't be surprised if she happened to roll to the front. <clears throat> Sterling Oslin, I love backing his horses. I think he does a great job with them up at Armadale. And number seven, the fourth, Associate, Danielle Side, trains. Now, Associates had the two runs back. Um, uh, two runs last time in was super. Now's had almost seven months off. But it comes out of a pretty handy race that the, the, the Wagga Guineas back in May. If he's ready to go when you see him in the yard, He's got a little bit of city form behind straight acer called die. That'd be good enough for him to win. It could be the big goal of the day associate if he comes here ready to run. Two five eleven seven. Yeah, associate, I agree with Richie. The market's gonna tell us a story there. Eight five seven two for me. I'm taking the punt here on Ferro Vero. It was an absolutely good thing in the last at Scone to Gosford yesterday, but they've scratched a run here. Fourteen hundred meters suits. This horse basically had a barrier trial first up at Scone. Yes, it was over 1,000 metres following two <laughs> trials, but it was only averagely away. Brace Knock rode it perfectly. He didn't He didn't get worried, the young apprentice. He allowed the horse to work through his gears up the fence. He did go for a needle-like gap, survived the protest. But looking back to last preparation, this horse was defeated two lengths off Congregation and a length off Asphalt. These horses are the odds on in this event. He comes here second up, 1,400 metres suits. I'm not really worried about the 400 metre rise in trip. He's going to thrive. He's a big son of real steel. He's strong Japanese bred. I think he's going to thrive over the dry ground, and I think he's going to be very hard to beat. No speed in the race is the one worry, but if Zach Lloyd can get him out and rolling early, I think he's going to work into the race, and he's one of the horses from the meeting I'm so keen to see, just to see how he steps up. In for a second, I do have the tab number five. Now, that is Rapid Bash, just off the map. Might roll forward. I suspect he will, but, however, I do admit if they do go back, he's going to be set a very, very tough task. In for third, Associate. I agree with Richie. If the money comes, you have to have a big watch. This horse pulled up injured on debut behind Call Die. 
He was only defeated a couple of lengths on that occasion. Apologies at start number two. He ran second a straight acer on debut before that, and then he ran into the very smart, smart Harwi last preparation. He's got the right form lines, and Tommy Berry, he's back with a bang. Just don't know how the horse is going, so the money will be essential. And Golden Decade, I do admit the lack of speed is a worry, but... I was just keen to take the horse on following those Queensland form lines. However, it does deserve to be favourite, especially with those connections in the highway. Eight five seven two. Uh, Darren Flindell in race number three. He's gone with two. That's Golden Decade to beat seven, five and eight. I've had a couple of texts about uh, the track conditions uh, around the country today. I didn't mention them doing the scratchings. Well, I mean, we dedicate the first 15 minutes of the program to giving you the track reports around the country, but um, I realise some people aren't awake at that time of the morning, so I'll, I'll do them now for you. Every track that we've uh, covered this morning is a good four, except Albury. <laughs> it's a soft five. <laughs> so there you go. It's done. Jeez, um, you just cannot take a trick. Mate, you, you, I, I love it. You do it. the scratchings and you get forensically investigated for that. I mean, don't mention a track and they're in here. Not once did you mention the track conditions while you're doing the scratchings. Very, very poor. I mean, really? Um, you haven't been talking too much this morning either, have you? I love it, mate. I love the text. Keep them coming, punters. I appreciate all texts. But there you go. That's, uh, that's the latest. But just beware, uh, Ballarat and Morfordville, there is a bit of rain around. So that might change. So uh, just keep uh, Sky Thoroughbred Central on today and Sky Racing and uh, keep an eye on those track conditions. Uh, we get to race number four now, and it's the Sacco Group Midway over 1,200 metres. Andrew Hurley with the market. Yeah, okay. So we've got uh, a few scratchings here, and the deductions are as follows. Louvois, which got up at uh, Warwick Farm during the week at a big price, uh, zero deduction. Diamond Diesel, eight by eight. Had tie, went around last night, two by one. Prince Aurelius, zero. And Lancaster Bomber, three by two. Chief Conductor is $7.50 chance in from eight this morning. $16 for Uzziah. Presidian Ruler, $17.650. Dodi, $7.50. Available earlier, $10 for Torrin Amica. Terra Matter is our favourite, $2.40, $2.30, back to $2.40. Inglou Star, $9.00. $9.50, another Cognac. Welcome Gypsy, 14 And Abelius at $126. Terra Matter, pretty short, $2.40. In regards to the speed map, Terra Maker can possibly find the one-out one-back if ridden positively there from the centre gate. Chief Conductor looks the clear leader on paper. It'll charge forward over the 1,200 metres. Tyronomica and Welcome Gypsy should land in good spots, while Ningaloo Star and Uzziah are the interesting runners drawn the outside. A little bit of a sticky spot for both. Yeah, pretty keen. I think this is one of the better bets of the day. 8, 6, 11 and 3. I think Terra Mata, she's back in great form. When she was able to sit up so close to Canterbury, and what, Friday week ago, two weeks ago, she was outstanding. And the margin was only a length and three quarters. Could have been better. Um, Zarina Sophia ran last night, ran super. I think she just takes up a nice spot here. And the one bonus for her is I don't think she'll have trouble with the 1,200, which is the which is the worry, I think, for the uh, the top one chief conductor, although it gets the time up in front. Keen on Terra Martin to stalk the leaders. I think the value might be with number six, Dodie. I thought he was terrific at the Kenzo track last time out, and I thought he was half a little bit underdone. Mick Adard, he's a good trainer. Don't ever knock Mick out there at Hawthorne. He does a super job. Jason Collett, he'll just smoke the pipe and do no work, suck up along the fence, and then you can just see if he gets the luck inside the furlong. I think he'll be able to blouse. He'll be right in the mix. Number 11, another cognac. 
just needs that little bit of luck. It'll get back. It'll need to speed on and chime home. And for fourth, number three, Uzziah. Always had a wrap on Uzziah. I think it's massive odds. It's had two trials. Hasn't raced since June. Both trials have been super. And I reckon he goes good. Yes, he's going to be a mile back. Yes, he's going to need a lot of luck. But if he gets it, don't underestimate him. But I think the eight's a good thing. Eight, six, 11, three. Very similar to Richie. I think Terra made is one of the bets of the day. That first up win was very, very comfortable. He was brilliant there, defeating Serena Sophia. He was awfully unlucky last night at Canterbury, running second there behind Afterlight, who's going very, very well for Chris Waller. You look back to last preparation, the form lines behind Otilly and Token Capitalist over slightly further ground is very strong. So she, bring, he, she brings all the right form lines off a couple of good trials as well. She's the one mare on the up in this race. I think $2.40 is the justifiable price to take because she can easily jump $2 and shorter if the money really does roll in. Doty, I admit, with Richie is one of the key dangers for this event. But in regards to it, I'm quite keen on Terra Mater. Clearly on top, apologies, my numbers, 8, 9, 11 and 1. In it for second, I do have Ningaloo Star Horses racing well. Burke goes aboard, so drops down to the 53.5 kilograms. Will be really strong late after charging home at Canterbury last start. In for third is the 11. That is another Cognac. Racing okay. I think it'll thrive getting Randwick. Worked home well over the 1,200 metres last start at Rose Hill. A couple of runs at Randwick has run into the likes of Dashing Legend and Mabel. So it has the right form line. So I think it's well and truly in the race. And the top weight is best of the rest, Chief Conductor. We'll roll forward under Adam Hieronymus. But I think that last 100 metres might find it a little bit tough. The one thing is if it's really firm and hard to make ground today, might just hold on. But I agree with Richie. Terra Mater, almost a good thing. Darren's got it as a special, mate. Uh, Darren Fendel, he marks it a good thing. Terra Mater, number eight on top to beat 11. Another Cognac, three and nine behind those. Eight, 11, three, nine for Darren in race number four. As we move to race number five with our preview of Randwick, you've got Richard Callender, Brody Nixon and Andrew Hurley this morning. Race five is the English Nursery Hurls for the two-year-olds. Yeah, it is, and uh, the favourite here is at $3.60. Now, deductions, Advana, uh, zero. Satin, Stiletto, zero. Now, Beer Baron, up the top, is a $41 chance. Blue Stratum went up at $5. It's now three sixty favourite. $5, Odinson. Sacred Fort, 17 23 Cashway Gold. Deep Joy, $7 into $5. The Sirius is a $21 chance, 34 Groove City. Uh, Jupiter Hills went up 330. It's out to 480. 31 for uh, Nymphadora. Spirit in the Dark, 151. Tokyo Lady went up $16 into $10. Balabing at 101. Well, the favourite, uh, yes, 360, but it's pretty wide open. I'll tell you what. I wouldn't touch this race uh, until about 10 minutes before the uh, race to see how they parade. Two-year-olds, it's a rule of mine, at the best of times, but with this heat, it's going to, could be just come down to who handles it the best. And in regards to the speed map, Blue Stratum will likely roll forward. Jupiter Hills, the former favourite, we know where it's going to be. Gay Wardhouse and Adrian Bott, it's shown good speed in the trials. It will likely kick up and roll forward, and it might just be your leader. Deep Joy settles just off the speed as it did at Newcastle. Sacred Fort, something similar. Nymphadora might roll forward there from towards the outside, and there's not too much other speed in the race, so Jupiter Hills looks to roll forward and dictate.
I think the heat will play a big part, as you, as you rightly said, Hurls and, and um, Brody. Uh, babies, particularly, the first time out, a lot of these, and then they get to the races, and it's a, a real steamy and hot day. So, And that's probably the reason I've just weighed to the local, 10, 2, 3, and 14. She's on a home track, Jupiter Hills. I know she's been a bit easy in the trials. And look, she hasn't led either trial, although she's got speed. They kind of let off the track last time out, and she railed through again. The start before that, she had to tag, talk. But I think she's got enough speed to count to lead these. Um, I think she'll bounce on the bunny. She's tough. Yes, she had, she's been asked in both of her trials, but I don't mind that. We see that a lot with the, the Bot Waterhouse horses. They can be asked in the trial, but then they do find, and they do that on race day as well. I'll stick with her just being the local. She's in her own box. She's only got to walk across the road, and she gets there at home, and I think she's hard to beat. Blue Stratum. Um, Tony and Calvin McAvoy, Tony's proven throughout his year, he knows what horses um, he can travel with and he thinks they're mature enough to travel this this fellow was good at Flemington um, I think it was Cup Day, wasn't it? The on Plate he's a nice horse, he's going to be there Otison comes out of the same race, where does it get to from that barrier? He might just have them give them too much start that's his biggest worry, and then right down the bottom, number 14, Tokyo Lady She's got a bit of speed herself. I'd imagine she rolls forward and finds a spot somewhere on top of the speed. Uh, I'm I'm not uh, going in with a lot of confidence at the moment, but I'd say 10, 2, 3, 14. I've got the 10 Jupiter Hills as a special. The drift doesn't really worry me with the money coming for the race for grade just because punters have seen that before so it's easy for the market to dive into as the boys rightfully mentioned it's going to be it's going to be a watch all day on these horses to see who handles the heat jupiter hills have half a bet now and i'll have half a bet a couple of minutes before the race to make sure she is handling the day but the daughter of exceedance has been terrific in two trials the latest behind Toke, who's $15 in the Magic Millions futures markets with the tab without even going to the races. So she's been really respected. And Jupiter Hills was impressive charging up the inside. Before that, I think it's key to see that Russian Schnitzel, a three-off filly with plenty of talent, that's who Jupiter Hills ran behind in the trial, just trucked along behind her. So she's trialled against the older horses, brings all the right form lines, all the connections as well. Tim Clark, Gay Waterhouse, Adrian Bott. I think she's going to roll forward lead. I think she's going to be really, really hard to catch. You're almost getting an each-way price, and I think $4.80 is a great price to take. Blue Stratum, I do admit, is the key danger with the race experience in the second. Calvin and McAvoy, Tony Calvin McAvoy, they bring this horse down from Flemington. They've done a lot of travelling with their two-year-olds in the last couple of years for the feature races. The English Millennium is one of those they've won in the last few years, and they've always run well. So this horse started its career with a big boom on it. The market's going to tell us late. There was a big drifter first up on debut. In for third, I have the tab number three, which is Odinson. I thought it was good in the same race. It might be cast from the car park. It's one of the few with race experience while in for fourth is Deep Joy. It won well there at Newcastle, was absolutely smashed in betting in the last few minutes to jump 375, clear favourite that day. was good late, but this looks much tougher. It does get all the help from gate number two, though. But the 10 is special, 10, 2, 3 and 6. I think she might just be the best bet of the day. Love the confidence, mate. Uh, 10, 2, 3, 6 from Darren Flindell. 10 on top in race number five with his numbers. Now, before we get to race six, punters, I need your help. I need your help. So, as you know, Hurls, uh, pretty yeah. soon on Behind the Gates, we will release our multi for today. Uh, we shall. Now, I'm going to do a bit different this week. Because I was on the punters panel, um, I will opt 
for our audience to pick my leg this week for the behind the gates. I might just hold fire. Yeah, I like that. What, do you like that? Yeah. We'll have to. What we'll have to do though is we'll have to give mm. give a little tease, and we'll have to give up our our other two legs so that, that we well, don't. Why don't we do it at the top of the program? And then they've got sort of 20 minutes, half hour or so. But you're putting Dinko under the... No, I don't want to put him under the pump. So I'm going to... I want to knock it over now. So 0419-767272, punters. It can't be in races two or seven uh, because those races have already been taken. And the punters panel multi, they were races four, six, eight. So not to overcomplicate it, but races two, four... Uh, six and seven, they are taken. Uh, so it can't be in any of those legs. Let us know uh, on the text line if you want a horse in the uh, punters panel multi, and uh, I will put it in as my leg for behind the gates, I should say. Uh, that will be my Man leg. Man of the people, Luke. So there we go. I think that's fantastic, mate. If we can get the listeners involved, uh, they can have their say. Uh, they can be a part of it. So fire them through now, 0419 And before the end of the uh, Randwick preview, Dicko. I will uh, email that through to you and we'll get a price for that as well, Hurls. As we move to our next race, uh, which is race number six on the program, it is the Max Brenner Santa Cup over the 2,000 metres. Talk us through the market here, buddy. Yeah, scratchings here and they're pretty significant. We've got Foxy Cleopatra, which is going round in the cup down in Ballarat this afternoon uh 14 by 12 12 by 11 toes on the nose and acceleration three by four superior ten dollars seven dollars wicklow king of the castle 650 19 baby rider we've got wine glass bay 480 13 dollars kamagui uh i'm in to win 240 and 13 wycliffe we went up 13 dollars wycliffe so even allowing for those deductions uh it's been well backed the favourite looks the clear leader on paper. It'll roll forward and dictate the race from the front. King of the Castle can land up handy, as can Superium from the low gates. One Glass Bay and Baby Rider are others to show speed, but I'm in to win, rolls forward, and certainly looks your clear only sole leader on paper. Yeah, I think it's probably um, one of my... I've got three good things, and this is one of them. Uh, nine, six, eleven, and four... Uh, I think there's only two chances. Uh, I'm in it to win, or as I've been calling it, Luke, as you know, I'm in town. I didn't see the last eye. Uh, <laughs> you, you called it something else thing. this morning. There's a two. You, you, there was another remix, uh, the R Calendar remix. <laughs> How good, mate. How good. I love it. I'm in to win, yeah. I'm in town. Okay. Um, I, look, his win first up uh, in Australia was outstanding at Rose Hill. He, he got him off the bit chasing. And then he held on. Next start at Newcastle, he was going to 18.50. And I think they just thought, let's just get him into his action. They walked, and then he got out-sprinted by Wineglass Bay. who got the split right up on the inside between him and Pravard. Today, I think they'll roll. I don't think he'll have any dramas with the 2,000. 53 on his back. He'll love it. And Tim Clark in front. You're already, you're already getting an extra half length because how good a rider he is. The only danger is the horse that beat him last time out, Wineglass Bay. He's got to carry, he gets the drop of two kilos as well. Just got a tricky gait. Does he roll forward? Does he find a spot up in the speed? I'll leave that to Tyler Schiller. But he looks the obvious danger. I think he's come back in great order. I've got queries about the top three. Um, one superior, I know that he won at 2,000 metres in the uh, Port Macquarie Cup. It was a funny run race. The second or special way did more things wrong than Marlow could do at 2 o'clock in the morning at King's Cross. 
and I'm not convinced the 2000 he's go. Wicklow, I think he'll be, he's a far better horse with his foot in the ground, and I'm not convinced that King of the Castle runs the mile 2000 as well. So I've gone for a little bit of value around that. Number 11, wide clip. For third, who gets a cold sit, does no work. Coming off a good run at Flemington. And, does, and number four, Baby Rider, who will have no trouble with the 2,000 metres, who was very good in the Beaufort in a good race beyond Stroke of Luck and Torrens. So I think nine and six and 11 and four add the value for the trifecta players. Nine, six, 11, four. Nine, six, one, and three for me. Yeah, as Richie's mentioned, I think this horse is going to be mighty hard to beat. It's going to roll forward, dictate. It's exactly where you want to be. And if you're taking consistently these horses in the markets, the horses are going to put themselves on speed. They're going to be hard to catch. You're going to win more often than not. If you got the $4.80 early markets, well done. $2.40, I still think, is a fair price to take today. In for a second, I do have the key danger is Wineglass Bay. It did nail it last start. I stepped back from the Metropolitan Group 1 level, defeated a few lengths behind just fine, had a tick over trial before that latest win, and I think over 2,000 metres it will suit. Just no speed in the race. So it's going to be a bit of a, sorry, no challenges for I'm in to win. So Timmy Clark's going to dictate. That's the one key worry for Wineglass Bay. In for third, I have the one, which is Superium. This is the one horse that can lean close to the speed. I like this horse leading into, I think it was the big dance where it trialled well leading into. Ran well behind Fearson last weekend. It's on the quick backup. Thrives on dry ground as well. So I think it's ready to run a peak race for the Hawks operation. And in for fourth, best of the rest is the three. That is King of the Castle that I'm in to win. Clear on top selection. Love it, Brody. There's your thoughts there on race number six. Uh, let's see what Darren's found. He's gone nine, six, two, and one. Nine six two and one. I'm in to win for Darren Flindell. Uh, loving the uh, listener engagement here. As far as our behind the gates, multi hurls, it's lit up, uh, which is fantastic. So I'm writing them down. I'll put them all in a hat and I'll draw out uh, a horse at the end of the preview. So uh, it'll be randomised and uh, we'll have some fun with that a bit later on behind the gates, which is awesome. Race number seven we move to next, guys, and it's the feature, the Ingham. And that's the first leg of the quaddy, and it's the feature, the Ingham, over 1,600 metres. Won last year by Kerwin's Lane, Hurls. Two years ago, Brutality. Graceful Glamour, Quackerjack, Skyboy before that. Talk us through the market. Yeah, it's always a good race. It's always a great betting race as well. This year, no different. Excellent proposal comes out, zero deduction. Two by three, Wormsburg. Military experts, zero, and Foxy Cleopatra, zero. All right, leaves us up the top. Cepheus, a $14 chance. Been that price pretty much throughout betting. Detonator Jack, our favourite. We're not pretty sure, 370. It's now yeah. 480 to yeah, 5 this morning. Uh, King Magnus, 21. $11 for Lana. We bet 31 about it. New Mandate, 51. Ossipanko, easy. 6.50 out to 9.50. No compromise, 51. $10 Rustic Steel. Surf Dancer, 41. 13 Attractable. Kerwin's Lane, 34 to 31. 81 Dark Destroyer. Hinge, 21 to 19. 18 Charterhouse. Communist, 26, went up 41. Fearson, 19. 15 Waterford. Lions Roar, good move for it. Thirteen dollars into eight fifty. Thirty-four to twenty-six. Age of Kings. Lock Eagle twenty-three to thirty-one. All right. So the tail of the tape is we probably went up too short with Detonator Jack. Three seventy. It's now the five-dollar favourite. Has been sustained support all week uh, for Lions Roar. Eight dollars now. Eight fifty after going up thirteen. But there's plenty of money on it. 
Richie, I don't know what you've tipped here, mate. I know we were both in the camp of rustic steel last week. I actually have had a good look at it, and whilst Williamsburg was unlucky, I think rustic steel just got a little bit off balance when uh, Williamsburg was trying to get that gap, and I think uh, that run that will top it off very, very nicely. The pool starts at a distance for three wins, and uh, if it doesn't start single figures, I'm a bad judge. Possibly am anyway. I think you're a bad judge, but uh... <laughs> calendar just dispatches him to the boundary. That's that's brutal, huh? Well, I think it's one of the chances we'll get to Brody for the speed map, which he'll only be guessing about because I've got no idea where they're going to be. Um, that said, he knocked up. There's no doubt he got tired. He, he wobbled, but that was park football. It's NRL standard today. Big difference in grade. Brody, speed map. Uh, Tractable likely rolls forward with Fierson, but Richie's right. There's going to be plenty of speed, $2 million on offer. So horses are going to be going at a good pace. Surf Dancer, drawn wide, can roll forward, but there's a lot of speed on paper here. You're going to look for horses that are going to be strong at the end of a mile and potentially working into the race, maybe a bit of three wide with cover line. But Tractable, Fierson are your leaders, and apart from that, plenty of spots up for grabs, Richie. Yeah. And don't dare ask me where my tip's going to be. Uh, I've gone 6, 10, 2, and 19. I've got Ossipenko on top, and I've got absolutely no idea where he'll be from barrier 20. Uh, I'll leave that up to Tim Clark. I just think the overreaction's been with him starting $4 favourite last time out, not much going his way, and the heavy track at Kembla and coming off a two-month break. I thought him 950 and Detonator Jack, uh, half that price, I think, was a bit overreaction. I've got Ossipenko on top. Is he going to need a lot of luck? He's going to need a miracle. But he's got T. Clark on board, and he's a quality horse. I've got him on top. Attractable, I've got second pick. Makes its own luck. Runs good sectionals. He's winning the um, big dance. Was outstanding. I know that he had the five-and-a-half kilo pull off the top one, Cepheus. But uh, he just kept on running. His trial was nice. He's done no work. He's got to be a chance. I No doubt Detonator Jack was under the odds for the simple fact that it was going from a heavy track to a good track. Blinkers first time now to Blinkers second time. But you've still got to say he's one of the major players, Detonator Jack. When he let down last time out, he was awesome. He And his form before that was all very good. I think he's just a big improver and he'll be a wait for age horse next preparation. And then right down the bottom to uh, Lion Draw, who maps the best of the major players. Um, and I loved his recent trial in the same trial as CPS. He's running a little dance for a solid. In relation to Waterford, Blinkers on first time. He had no luck last time out. He's certainly in the top five, six chances. Yeah, my selections for the Ingham this afternoon. I've gone two, six, ten, and nineteen. Have I? No, I have two, six, ten, and nineteen. Detonator Jack on top in a race number seven. Just double-checking my numbers there, yeah. Yeah, see, yeah, even, even you're thinking, top. what am I doing tipping Jack? How's he going to win with the weight and that barrier? You're even second-guessing yourself now, great man. I'm clearly second-guessing myself, <laughs> aren't I? I've got absolutely no idea what I was doing. Um, yes, no, Detonator Jack on top. However, you need a bigger price to take that, as mentioned. He was good winning last start, brilliant when the blinkers went on. Um, this horse was picked out for the race a couple of weeks ago as well. They, the camp came straight out and said he'll be coming here. He's run on a very firm Rose Hill track a couple of starts ago behind Unspoken, was very good. 
the one question mark as mentioned will be the gate, the weight, but I think this horse is going really well. And I have the feeling that as soon as they win together, he might put two or three to more together. So he's going to be mighty hard to beat. Osipenko, I agree with Richie. He's going to be mighty hard to beat as well. And you were taking a short quote last start. I clearly think he's a group one animal and you're getting a price this afternoon to find out. You look back to one of his best career runs was in the Caulfield Guineas. He wobbled around Caulfield horribly. And when he finally straightened up for the turn, he absolutely let rip. He was only narrowly beaten then. He would have won the race if he drew a gate. And the two things that are similar is he had Tim Clark from the car park. I think ridden cold, if he gets the three-wide running line, he's going to charge home, no doubt. It's just whether or not he's going to be able to pick him up from so far back. But I think it's almost good that he has to settle the back. It's going to allow the horse just to work through his gears and just come with one big run. The 10 is in for third. That is attractable. This horse has done everything right. Won the big dance. It does lose that weight swing off Cepheus. Had a tick over trial at Ramwick, which was really classy, as we do expect from a race fit horse. You can't knock this horse as joining the Sarah Ryan stable. And from gate number three, he's going to get every chance. Lions Raw in for fourth. He hasn't won, I don't think, since the Ramwick Guineas. The group won over the track and trip. I think he's airborne and he's got the right gate as well. Love it, mate. There's the thoughts of Brody Nixon in race number seven. Darren Flindell this way, 2 <laughs> 1, 19 and 8. Hey, Richie. Yep. Osipanko won't run top three. Oh. Thanks, Phil. Be lucky. Be lucky to run top six. I'll <laughs> message you later tomorrow, later today, just after the race. Yeah, you, uh, you've been told, Calendar. Um, suggest- There's a lot of things that happen in life, and um, you know what? I won't lose any sleep over at Hurls, but you know what? Um, if it was Brody saying it, I'd probably go back and reassess things. But uh, no disrespect to you and Marlo. But, uh, um, well, hang on. I didn't say anything. Why am I getting dragged into this? <laughs> because I because I think you're a gibber. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with all those listeners. Hope you've enjoyed your time on this program, uh, Rich. And thanks very much for your contribution. Yeah. yeah. That, those on. text messages you've been getting, Luca, from me. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't shock. Oh, don't worry. Keep it, keep them coming. I love it. Uh, and you know what? You're probably right. Uh, Gibbera, yeah, that's a fair assessment. I'll cop that as we go to race number eight. Oh, listen, what was your call last night? Your favourite one about um, the horse of Sarah Rhines that gets back to last? Yeah, money from the sky. He was just Harvey Norman in the first half of the race. That's right. Well, I'm right, aren't no I? No interest. He's got no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, race number eight, boys. Listed 1,200 metres. Hurls, we've got 11 here. Yep, we have, and the favourite is Insurrection at this stage. Devil's Throat comes out just five cents to win. Frosty Ox, 34, friendless out from 19. Rocketing by, not much love there either, 750 out of 10. Insurrection, 340 Wednesday, 340 this morning, has not budged. Sinawan, 51, 550 recommendation. It's been solid as well, as has Wahaha Falls at 950. 34, Barossa Rossa, Fox Fighter, 14, 17, Dynamic Impact. With your blessing, 370 to 360, fighting out favouritism, and $17 for perfect thought. So 340, hasn't been much change in this market, particularly at the top end of the market. And in regards to the speed map, Insurrection looks one of your clear leaders alongside Frosty Rocks, whether or not it's going to be able to keep up over 
the 1,200 metres certainly does look doubtful. But you've got Barossa Ross, a recommendation that will kick up on the inside. Perfect thought is sitting handy on the map. However, it's going to likely settle towards the back of the field. One trial on this horse will thrive over further ground. And with your blessing, looks to get a beautiful run behind the speed once again, jumping onto the firm track. But insurrection, your logical leader. I will say one thing. Hurls is a better uh, rugby, uh, a better racing tipster than he is football. He used to, when he was working at South Sydney, he was one of the big heavyweights. He used to tell me they'd win every week. They never got sighted when Hurls was there. Hey, here's one for um, you, boys, just quickly. Love the show, Marlo. Hurls would be going without a shirt on today, surely. Don't worry about three or four buttons undone. The gear should be off Hurls with this heat. Yeah, uh, sitting here in a pair of boardies as we spoke. Can you confirm, Hurls? Yeah, boardies. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> love it. Back to you, Richie. What a sight that would be. Hurls just in the board. He's just sitting back. How good. No, no, no. Hey, let me tell you about Hurls. If Hurls had his shirt off, he's got he's a gold chain man around his neck. He's got two <laughs> or three chains. They're yeah, very, very big on the chains. So. <laughs> no, I promise, I promise I won't do that until uh, I'm 50. It will happen, but it's still a few years away. As long as you're not you're getting not chained up, Hurls. I'll spare me, Richie. No. Wow. Spin. It hasn't been kind. Um, my numbers. <laughs> I've gone six three nine five. I reckon this is the value of the day. Soft draw. <laughs> she sec- he second up by ha ha fours. I I would have loved the little thing out of the track. We're not getting that, so don't worry about that. I just think the speed will be good. And if she if he's three pairs back the fence, I just think at double figure odds in a field of eleven runners, I think waha ha fours can explode if the thing if everyone thinks falls his way. Six goes at Ramick over the over the twelve hundred, two wins, two minors, goes well here, soft draw. He's just gonna need those little bit of luck and the breaks to go his way. Insurrection, if it gets across and controls easy, boy oh boy, it's gonna be hard to beat. Hasn't one of the twelve hundreds been close though? and gets a few things, favours on speed uh, this afternoon. Five recommendation, who may well be leaders back recommendation. If that's the case, be right in the mix. Um, the drying track's better than the heavy track last time out. And then for fourth, number seven. Uh, no, what did I put in for fourth? Number five. Hang on, I left number nine out there. Dynamic Impact's the other one. I oh, Sorry, I went six, three, nine, five. Dynamic Impact will be last. And I know it's a Canterbury horse, and it's had no luck here at Randwick, just never fired. But I just reckon he's going enormous. Six three nine five. I think six is good value. Three ten two five for me. I'll be backing insurrection, and I'll make sure he's in front after a couple of hundred meters. Then I'll go hide in the cupboard and come check the result after the race because I don't want to be watching the last fifty meters. That's for sure. If he cops much pressure up front, he's going to be very very tough to hold on. Stepping up to the six furlongs. He's had a couple of goes, albeit a couple of preparations ago. He ran into the smart Benedetta in Opal Ridge those days. He's clearly come back a much better horse since being gelded last preparation. But that big question mark is, is he going to be strong late? He's a speedster. So I think $3.40, I'll be wanting to get slightly better late. He hasn't budged in the market at all. Hopefully we'll get slightly better because with your blessing, I have as the key danger. We all saw its run last start. It was brilliant. I was keen on plundering that day, but you have to tip your hat too with your blessing. We're scintillating. Going from the heavy track to the very firm track this afternoon, it's going to be race eight. It's going to be peak afternoon. It's going to be a very, very fast track. So question marks on how these horses are going to come out of that meeting at Kembla Grange a fortnight ago. In for third, I have the two, which is rocketing by. This horse won the Sydney Stakes. 
12 months ago. It's good behind Cole Crasher last start at Newcastle. Steps back in trip, which I don't mind. It's going to be really strong late. This horse brings fantastic form lines, and I wouldn't be surprised to see it get up at a good quote. And in for fourth, I do have the five, which is recommendation. Going to get that good run behind the speed. Um, but it was handled to by Insurrection last start, although I think it's going to be better on dry ground. Three, ten, two, and five for me in the eighth. Two, twelve, one, and three for Darren Flindell. He's with number two, rocketing by, and a text from Vinchop there. Uh, fill up today, guys, with your blessing. Uh, race eight will be saluting. Cole ones will be uh, flowing. Uh, that horse was a dual acceptor, and he's gone to that eighth race. So yeah, good on your Finchop. Uh, the Cole ones at the Chloe will taste pretty good for you if it lobs. Uh, TV will leave us at uh, 9 o'clock. That's in around five minutes, guys. So if you are watching on Sky Thoroughbred Central, if we do go a touch over with our preview, uh, you can jump on your tab app, listen via the stream there, or just turn the radio on uh, to Sky Sports Radio. As we go to the ninth hurls, it's the Jackingham AO, 1,600-metre, benchmark 78. Yeah, a few deductions here. Police officer 9 by 9 Colour Sergeant 5 by 6 Money from the Sky at 5 by 6 Awesome Lad 0, 3 by 2 Floating, Timpanus 3 by 3 and Built 4 by 5 Prometo, $9. Zoe's Promise, most popular runner, three twenty. Twenty one dollars $21 for Ita. Aristonis is a four twenty chance, six fifty deficit. There's big money for it this morning. We went up uh, nine fifty, peaked at ten, it's now into six fifty. Missing Moolah, $10. 13, Bianco Villano. The Dramatist, only last start winner here. It's a $7 chance and Stray at 19. Zoe's promise has been really well tried all week and that's continued today. There's been a good inward move here for deficit. If Stray was to win today, I'm going on stress leave. You'd be sweet, I think. In regards to the speed map here for race number nine, it looks to be a little bit of speed on paper. The favourite, Zoe's Promise, might just roll forward third up following the long break alongside Miss Muller from the outside gates. Stray will get a good run behind the speed, as will Deficit. It can land closer from gate number two and Bianco Villano as well. But Zoe's Promise and Missy Muller, the clear leaders on paper. Ita, will it burn across and try find a spot from the wide gate? Pearls, I haven't put Stray in, but I don't want to knock her. She's going to get the gun run. She looks like being leaders back. So, uh, um, mate, she's a she's a she's a good horse, but she's just won one race. It just must be absolutely. Trader is scratching. She's above average in, in some regards, but she just can't put it together. Anyway, I've gone one, two, five, seven. Uh, Prometo barrier three today. I'm just hoping that he can settle closer. Now, before you text in, I know all the facts in relation that he's a far better horse with the stink with his foot in the ground. I know that. I reckon he's going terrific, though, and he's going to get a gun run here, hopefully fourth or fifth, just sucking up behind them. His run was outstanding last time out, um, giving him a start behind the horse that went down to Mudgee and won the Cup by Thales and Tabby Time. And Colour Sergeant, uh, who ran third, he split them, he ran second. If he can just get a sitting behind him, I think at $9 in this style of field, I've always had a wrap on him, and I reckon he's crying out for the mile, which he's got again today after having it last time out. Just the firm tracks he's worried. But I honestly think this bloke can win a stack of races. He just does so many things wrong. I think Zoe's promise gets the easiest of leads. It should just cruise across. The former round, Lagvate is super. She looks to find the front. Nashville in front will be awfully hard to beat. Five, um, Aristonis is going to get a mile back. 
therefore it won't go down around the Nara Cup tomorrow where half of these scratchings are all going tomorrow for a big chance for the qualifier. Aristonis will get back. Hopefully for Aristonis' um, chances, someone gets on the move early and he gets on their back and steams home. The number seven deficit soft draw can settle up closer. I'm keen to back one and two. One's the value, and I'll, I'll chop out on the favourite number two, Zoe's Promise. Brody, your uh, numbers here. He's gone. Uh, apologies, apologies. I've left my, I've left myself on mute there. Um, best value of the day for me this afternoon: seven, five, two, and thirteen. Deficit on top. This horse is a dry tracker. He absolutely loves the firm ground. His best career starts have been at Eagle Farm when winning on a couple of occasions and winning at the Gold Coast on a very firm track as well in the wave leading up to Magic Millions. He's going to thrive in the dry conditions this afternoon. He was okay last start behind King of the Castle where his wheels spun on the wet ground. Before that, behind the informed Lock Eagle was tremendous. If Lock Eagle's in this race, he's starting fifty in sub. And I think the deficit brings all the right form lines. Key jockey change with Joshua Parr going aboard for the stable, which means go time. And I think third up, 1,600 metres, this horse is the gamble of the day. In for second, the five, Aristonis. I agree with Richie. It's going to be tough to win from the map, but this horse is the one on the up. I think it's going extremely well. Its trial was tremendous behind Space Tracker. And you look back to last preparation, if it does improve in its second Australian preparation under Annabelle Neesham, this horse could be in for a very, very good couple of runs. The two, as the in for third, is always promise, which Richie says it's going very well. Legvade form is tremendous. Good runs behind Mars Mission and Legvade getting warmed up late will be suited over the mile. I just don't think she's as good as the other couple of geldings there in the race. And in for fourth is the 13. The drama is going well, but stepping back out of highway grade is a huge question mark. Deficit each way all day for me in the night. Darren's numbers, 5, 2, 1 and 7. Five on top for Darren Aristonis, guys. As we get to the last, race number 10 at Randwick, Andrew Hurley's got the market for the Aloha Strawberry Hills Stud Handicap. Percy Ford comes out, zero deduction. With your blessing, 15 by 12. Dalalat, 5 by 6. And Tristate, uh, Tristate, 3 by 3. Lady Laguna, $8.750. Brudenel, Munitions, 34 19 Maltai. Dehorn Unicorn, $12.00. 340 and favourite way to the stars. Devil's Throat, 13. 21 Garrison. Iona Merck, 360. $12 Stromboli and Justin Reach at 34. Well, Iona Merck's second favourite, but it's more popular than way to the stars. In regards to the speed map for the last, Way to the Stars and Brudenell looks your clear leaders on paper. Garrison drawn very sticky out wide. Will they roll the dice and try roll forward? Dehorned Unicorn, Lady Laguna, Munitions and Maltai can all land handy. Devil's Throat will be sitting off the strong pace. But Way to the Stars and Brudenell, the two speeders drawn gates one and two. I've gone 7 11 2 one. Uh, Look, when I first looked at it, I wonder... I wanted to tip around the the seven being way to the stars, but I ended up just coming back to it every time. His win was good. He ran good time winning at Rose Hill. He's had a tick over trial. He gets a soft jaw. He gets Nash. Brudenell, it, it'll be... I think it's easier for Nash to work out with Brudenell drawn one. If Brudenell wants to punch up and go, Nash can just sit wherever he wants a length off it and just put the pressure on when he wants to put the pressure on. I wouldn't be surprised if Brudenell decided to take the sit, but you never know. 
If it does, way to the stars goes forward, then Brunel might get the cold charge at it late. I've got it on top, way to the stars. I own a Merc. Will they ride on a Merc, I own a Merc like they did in the, the trial going, uh, which was only, what, uh, two weeks ago? Rode it cold, and, geez, it was an impressive trial. Uh, trees looked home in the trial, and it just got to the outside. Uh, I own a Merc and went, bang, geez, it was most impressive. Maybe that's the better way to ride him. He's only had the 10 starts, and he'll sit off the speed and charge home. Two, Brunel, Barry one, big pluck, and number one, Lady Laguna, who gets the soft draw, and I'll steam home from midfield. 7-11-2-1. Play it again, Sam. I've got the exact same numbers as Richie. 7-11-2-1. Weight of the Stars is going well. $3.40. I think it's a fair price to take because you know what he's going to be. He's going to be in front. He's going to be rolling along. Tick over trial at Newcastle following his latest win at Rose Hill. Matty Smith knows this horse down to the ground. He's figured out exactly what this horse likes, which is to be kept fresh. You keep on rolling forward, and he's going to keep on running well. Ina Merck is the danger following that second there on Big Dance Day. Lead them up, just got nailed late by Quick Tempo, who's run well on a couple of occasions in tougher company since. Rachel King's airborne, just a slight query from the map. Brudenell kicks up on the inside. I think this horse... 1,100 metres is its best trip. Just needs a question mark over how strong it's going to be with the likes of Weight of the Stars pressuring it on the outside and Lady Laguna best of the rest. But I think she'll thrive over a little bit further. But if they go too fast up front, she can stalk the speed and get over the top. 7-11-2-1 in the last loop. Darren is 11-7-1-2 with his numbers. As we get our best bets for the card, Brody, what's yours? Best bet, race five, horse number 10, Jupiter Hills, each way all day. Geez, they've stepped into Blue Stratum, $2.90. Uh, that's a ridiculous price. Jupiter Hills, for me, I think it's each way all day. She ticks the right form lines. And race number nine, deficit horse number seven, each way all day. Champion Brody, uh, Richard Callender, I've got a text here for you as you give us your best. Marlo, give the bloke who took the picture of Callender on STC arrays. I don't think I've seen more justice done since Mandela was freed. I can't see the picture. Hang on, put it back up so I can have a look. I'll go back nah, to the... Uh, it's, it's, oh, it's gone. TV, it. Yeah, I'll I send it to you. I'll text it to you. i got it here. It's a beauty. Right <laughs> Very funny. Oh, man, I've got some... My wife used to... I used to have a picture on RaceNet when I had the green tape on my glasses. My wife said, where'd they get that photo? I said, they were pestering me. I just took a photo sitting in my desk. And she said, you're an idiot. And then the <laughs> next photo looks like I'm 107. And then the next, oh, mate. My best bet, don't worry about the photos. Race two, number one, step aside. Race four, number eight, Terra Matter. And race six, number nine, I'm in to win. I sent the photo. Did you get it? Oh, mate, that's, hey, I'm pretty impressed with that. I look sharp. <laughs> very, very, quick, very quickly, boys. A dollar eighty-five. Nash Willer and the Jockey Challenge looks money for Jan. Oh, I love it, Brody. Oh, don't say that. Oh, no. <laughs> I've been around a long time. I've heard that. I did say the other day to someone. Uh, it was talking when I was talking about that uh, the thing that just um, overpass. I said, mate, when you put it on, just go around the back to collect. He said to me, "What do I go around the back for? Who's around the back?" I said, "Oh, I'm getting too old." When the bookmakers yeah. used to always hurls, remember? Yeah, oh, God, the yeah. Front and collect at the back. Yeah, absolutely. So just recapping your best, Richie. Race two, number one, the step aside. Race four, number eight, Terra Matter. And race six, number nine, I'm in to win or I'm in town.